How ChatGPT will change product development? Is it a doomsday scenario or a paradise? We're here to find out with yet one of our new guests that we have. Um, for all you guys uh, joining in, I'm Aram Elkumov, the CEO of Crowdlinker, and today is our fourth interview on product sessions, which is a part of a larger series we'll be doing about the most trending, controversial, and discussed topics in the product management industry. Here with me today, we have Monica Sanikomu, who is the Senior Product Manager at Zora. Uh, which helps recurring revenue businesses nurture and monetize direct digital relationships. Monica, th uh, thank you for coming on our uh, our new series. Um, since this is a kind of a short interview series, I'll, I want to I want to jump into it. Yeah, so, thank you for having right. me. Awesome, awesome, great. So, um, ChatGPT, right? We we've we've been you know reading it a lot in the news. We've been using it in our company for like a multitude of different types of purposes, you know, creating email responses to, to clients, creating requirements, uh, uh, documents, um, creating epics and user stories and success criteria for projects. So how have you, how have you been using it personally, uh, so far to date in, in your, in your world as a PM? Um, yeah, I think, um, where the most uh, benefit that I've been uh, finding out of ChatGPT in my life, uh, personally is learning more about the technical concepts or learning, uh, about like, I work on a technical, uh, I work on, I was a technical product manager, so I have to be able to understand most of technical concepts. So I can work with my engineers and uh, all at the same time work with the customers to help them understand what we're building so it's easier for me to like form a learning plan with ChatGPT and understand uh like uh for example like how do apis work like can you give me a learning plan of how i can learn everything about apis and it gives me this really good learning plan with like resources and any books or any uh, online courses so that's really uh helpful for me like a creative uh, for creating a learning plan and at the same time i think i've also been using it to create like drafts of prds that i've been working for new features or new products and it's been a great starting point i wouldn't say that i'm completely relying on it and just using that as my final version or something but it's definitely giving me that initial draft about if i give a very good prompt about hey i'm working on this new feature and this is the customer persona that i'm trying to target and this is these are the customer uh, the success metrics that i want to see and all of that and it gives me a great uh, initial draft of prd which i can iterate on and it's definitely uh, it's making me more efficient and more productive so i can use that initial draft time to work on something more productive, like doing a customer conversation or uh, something like that. So I think these are the two uh, main uh, places that I'm using it. And other thing is, it is also helping me draft like uh, customer emails or emails to executives, like the leadership, etc. Like, uh, uh, so me, I'm not a native English speaker. So uh, I'm from India and I speak a language called Telugu and I don't consider myself like a very good English speaker, a very good English writer, but I've been using ChatGPT to help me like correct my grammar or my sentence formation or anything that like when you're sending these emails with your leadership or your executive team or when you're working with uh, your customers, it's really important to be crisp and uh, right to the point and also convey 
what we're trying to say. So I think it's it's been uh, really helpful to write the crisp messaging uh, as well. So these are a few places that I've been using ChatGPT so far, and it's been okay. No, it's very interesting. I mean, it's the first time I actually heard about somebody using it to create a learning plan. So when you when you um what kind of prompts or what kind of way do you uh structure the asks you know do you how much content or context do you provide to the situation when you're asking for like a learning plan yeah uh so since uh i don't need to code and everything working on the product side uh i like for example i usually ask chatgpt like hey can you like create a learning plan for learning about the different databases that are out there and how which database should be used in which scenario and uh, i'm a beginner or i'm a like a whatever level you are so i'm a beginner and i don't know anything about databases but i want to learn everything about it so can you like create a learning plan at the same time i work in the product management so i don't need to go but i just want to understand so i could talk to uh, engineers about it and understand trade-offs on using one database over the other database and also provide me some resources or uh, online or some blogs or some uh, courses uh, for the learning plan that you have created. So it's really helped me in creating this uh, neat uh, learning plan with some resources, like here's a link to where I can learn, uh, or there's a link to a course where I can take the course and learn more about it and all of that. So yeah, that's the usual prompt that I go with. Okay, cool. And so um have you created like a prompt li prompt library that you use personally for yourself or that's available with like the rest of the team in your company that you guys all contribute to and you know optimize and curate um not with the team but i have my own prompt library that i work on uh, which i usually store on my notion um yeah but um, not really with the team but i just uh, whenever i think I find something interesting online too, like there's a lot of prompts online that we are getting, uh, everyone is giving good prompts as well. So if I like something, I throw it to my database and I'll, if I also think of something and if I'm thinking of something that I want, like I created on my own, it's worked really well for me, then I use that as well. I just add it to the database that I have. That's very interesting. Um, aside from, um... Uh, some of what you've been seeing uh, work for you in terms of like general product management, what have you seen has been like some of the most powerful use cases maybe um, that you've seen publicly or other people doing? Um, I think uh, it can definitely, um, I've seen someone actually creating an entire product or like their own website using ChatGPT, which I thought was really cool. Like usually it would take someone to actually learn coding, if not if you're not using the templates and stuff, but if you're actually building something from the back end like the databases and all of that. So it would actually take at least like three to four months to actually learn coding and build your own website. But I think it's helped someone to actually create their own website in under two weeks because it was giving them the code, it was giving them what you need and all of that. And uh, if you give them the right prompts that this is the website that I want to build, can you give me like what all needs to be done? How do I set up the database? How do I set up a uh, like a domain server, whatever? And uh, yeah, I think someone has created this really cool website and I really like that. And uh, I think that that was really cool. Awesome. And uh, 
I don't know if you've tried this out yet, but have you come across the new plugins that are available now in ChatGPT, especially things like the the web browsing plugin? I haven't. Uh, yeah, I am. Uh, I haven't tried the plugins yet, but I've heard a great deal about them. I am actually not a Plus member yet, but I am considering whether I should take up. Uh, whether I should be. Uh, yeah whether I should convert myself to a plus member or not. But I heard um, good things about the plugins as well, I think, but it only allows like three or four plugins to be used at one time. And I heard that it can really be used for data analysis, which is really cool because uh, working in the product management, you get a lot of data from your backend, from your customers and all of that. And if you just have it inputted in a single like Excel sheet or a, like a Google sheet and just you use that plugin and it just synthesizes it for you and gives us the summary of what you should be working on next or where you should be looking at and all of that instead of you doing the all the manual work or you work relying on your uh, data analyst or someone to do that analysis for you. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Do, do you do you feel like sometimes uh, what you get as outputs, because like early on, I don't know if you've came across this, I felt that some of the answers i got with the prompts i provided were like sometimes like made up they were a bit fictitious in terms of like the response and i think it requires um that knowledge to go and like okay like this is good this is bad and i could kind of build off of that have um you know with with what you've been doing with chat gpt have you seen situations where you know it doesn't make a lot of sense and that you know it requires constant revisions or iterations uh, in terms of like the prompts? Yeah, uh, I have definitely seen that. Uh, sometimes it just, uh, I think, relies on its old data or relies on just data, like the minimal data that it has. That it has. Uh, so, um, yeah, I don't think I entirely depend on it. Maybe it's about how the prompt that you give in, be more specific about it. And uh, actually this has happened to me recently. Like I was trying I was asking ChatGPT to create a simple meal plan for me uh, for the entire week with simple recipes. And I just mentioned that I don't want to eat any meat other than fish and a lot of vegetables. So I expected it to give me a plan which included vegetables and seafood, uh, like once in a once in a meal or once or twice in a meal but it gave me seafood in literally every meal <laughs> in every meal recipe so i thought that okay maybe i should change my prompt in such a way that it understands that it shouldn't be included in every meal but i eat only that for like a week like once in a week or twice in a week so yeah i think you should be very clear in what you're uh, giving like the prompt should be really clear so that could also be another course i believe like how do you actually use ai like what prompts do you actually give to for the ai to actually uh, work for you okay very interesting uh okay a c couple more questions um what have you seen personally being the most worthwhile investments most worthwhile investment you've made as a product leader uh to date which could help you towards you know this new AI area that we're that that we're going into. Uh, when you say worthwhile investment, like in terms of uh, reading, I don't know tr training, reading, familiarity with like some new concepts, methodologies. Uh, 
Yeah, um, I definitely think there is a new uh, AI course on LinkedIn. I think we just free for a month or so. Uh, but my company usually provides our LinkedIn courses. But I really like that AI course, like Introduction to AI, which is because I've never really worked on any AI products before. But I've always been curious about what AI is. And now due to the buzz about all these ChatGPTs, bar and everything, uh, it's really uh, interesting to learn about what AI does and what it is and all of that. So that course has really like help me understand what AI is and how do you build AI products and all of that. And also learning concepts about like generative AI, what is generative AI, what are LLMs and all of that, like just uh, reading it online. And also you can even ask chat GPT and bar like chat about it, like what is AI, how are you built, like what are LLMs, can you like, it's the same way. I again use chat GPT to create a simple learning plan for me to learn about AI and it gives me a plan about it with relevant uh, courses and books and all of that and uh, yeah and it's yeah that's how I've been reading I haven't really found a particular course yet that I really like but I've just been uh, browsing on a high level just trying to understand on a high level uh, what we have so far cool now with all this kind of generative AI stuff like literally every single day there's something new coming out like yeah. I think this week there's been that Photoshop AI announcement worth generative yeah. fill, right? It's like all the rage right now. I think a lot of people are talking about it. Do you feel like, maybe this is a controversial question, but do you think this is kind of like a path where we're all going to become obsolete, you know, in our different kind of like professions and, you know, uh, capabilities where AI uh, can be like a doomsday scenario or is it like a paradise? Um. I think there is a, there are a lot of use cases of AI where if used correctly and ethically can could be efficient and productive to us. But I don't think we are there yet where AI uh, can be can be considered as uh, removing our jobs, uh, at least for product managers. I don't think so because as a product manager, you need to make like split decisions sometimes like there's a customer and there's like a the whole product went down and you have to really make a quick decision and i don't think ai is capable capable of that so you definitely need someone who knows about the product who has made some decisions before in that quick second to help that customer out or uh or a lot of customers out so i think uh yeah i don't think we are there yet i definitely see it as a tool that we can integrate with most of the products to help in making better decisions, to help answer like simple questions about the product and anything without relying on customer success or customer support. So uh, customers can actually interact with the tool and can answer questions about the product and everything. So customer success and customer support can actually work on other important questions from the customers or important issues from the customers. Um, yeah, uh, I don't think, uh, I don't think it's it's a doomsday yet. It is for now. Uh, <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, if used ethically and correctly and uh, if used rightly, I think it can be used as a great tool for improving uh, our efficiency and productivity. Awesome. Great. Monica, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time today and, and coming on and sharing this wisdom with us. And uh, for everybody listening, stay tuned for the for the next episode.